and welcome to This Week in James City County. I'm your host, Renee Dahlman. On today's episode, we are once again sitting down with our guest, Brian Hill, the County Administrator for James City County. Welcome, Brian. Hello, Renee. Hello, Brian. How are you today? I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. It's just a beautiful fall day in James City County. It is, and it is bright and early on a Monday morning. It is. Did the time change? I believe that it did. Oh, my goodness. But this is the best one because you gain an hour, right? Yeah, but the internal clock doesn't understand that, right? Oh, that is true. That and nor do the children or the wives or anybody else that's involved in the life and times of James City County. The best county in the world. It is. It is. All right. Since you've been on last, I had a guest and we talked a little bit about you and particularly about basketball. And <laughs> it was our Commonwealth attorney, Nate Green. And he kind of threw some stuff down about y'all's ball playing. You want to talk about that for a second, or do you have a response? Well, yeah, there's one response. I'm older than Nate, <laughs> and he should respect his elders. Oh, all right. I'm all just right. letting you know that. I had to call Nate up, and I said, hey, Nate, how old are you? And he told me. <laughs> I said, in four years, talk to me. And he's like, you're that much older than me? And I said, and I... Put it down on you, don't I, Nate? You can bring Nate back, and you can talk to Nate, and Nate's going to have a little different tone. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Um, Nate, Nate's a great guy. We play basketball as much as we can because we do need to take things out of James City County. We need to get out of the prosecution. We need to get out of dealing with the opportunities that we have in James City County. I say opportunities, mm-hmm. not challenges. Right. They're all opportunities. opportunities. Mm-hmm. Nate allows me to, at least once a week at Stonehouse to play. I believe his brother is the principal there, and then we play at Walsingham, and then we play outdoors at Kings Mill and wherever we can, just to bring down the blood pressure. That and is it's a very good time. important. Yeah. And it's a good time. We get to talk about things not work-related. We don't ever talk about work-related things while we're playing basketball, which is cool. Yeah, it is cool. And you get to know each other as people. Yes. Very good. Nate and his crazy-looking socks. <laughs> He wears crazy socks, huh? Yeah, he does. I don't know what's up with Nate. They never match his tie, but he's got some socks. <laughs> Next time you see Nate, check out his socks. Well, I will. Very good. Yeah. Thank you. And then ask him, can Brian still shoot a little bit? And yeah. he's going to be like, hmm, I didn't know he was that old. That's what he's going to tell you now. It's going to go back to the age. <laughs> it's going to go back to the age. Okay, well, good to know. Good to know. Well, since we were on last, we also had a brewery open in James City County. Yes, we did. And, you know, it's been two weeks since they've opened, two weekends. You know, I look at their financial performer and it states a certain amount of pours per weekend. I'm going to tell you this. In the first weekend, he's got seven months in the bank. Wow. In the second weekend, you can add another four months to the bank. Steady flow of people, from what I understand. Great food, great people, great camaraderie. I'm very, very happy with what's going on. The problem that he's having now is quantity. Um, That's a good problem to have. Well, he has it set up on, and and Renee, Dave Baum found an old boat. He cut the boat, and in in the boat, he's got 16 taps. Mm -hmm. He can only fill four of the 16 because he's having a problem with quantity, which is is a good problem to have. Absolutely. So I believe he's, instead of brewing 20 barrels, he's now up to 40 barrels, which is the whole vat hoping to store so he can get ahead of the game. I told him, as the beer keeps tasting the way it does, he's not going to get ahead of the game. So he's doing very well out there. Right. When I go out there and I speak to folks, they seem very happy with what we're doing at that corridor. And I keep explaining to them, the marina's next. 
mm-hmm. the marina's next. And once we get the marina fixed, we then can think about, all right, what's the vision out there? Because you, you have the Vermilion House that we're working on, that you are helping us work on with Laura Messer. What's next? Mm-hmm. That corridor is very important to James City County. And I will say this, Saturday night, 8 o'clock, got a text message from the city manager of Williamsburg. He said, can I have a minute of your time? I said, yeah, I just was sitting at David Nice's retirement party. And I got the text from city manager Collins. And I said, yeah, let's meet at eight o'clock at the brewery. First time he's been out there. The city manager enjoyed himself. Very good. It's a great place. It is an awesome place. You know, obviously we're always going to have some issues with capacity because mm-hmm. the building only allows a certain amount of people. So Dave's thinking of some ideas to um, ensure that during the winter months, we can have outside seating mm-hmm. and not be frozen to sure. death. You know, something that I think is also going to increase, I know that in James City County, we have very low boat taxes, but the last two weekends that I've been there for research only, of course, just to see what it's like, I spend the entire time telling my husband, we need a boat. We well, need a boat. You say research only, and you know I have a camera on my phone, so <laughs> I'm not going to go there. I'm right, not going to go right. there. But yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna look at that marina very hard in our fiscal nineteen and twenty budget. We hope that the board would adopt that so we can redo the marina and then really start thinking about okay, what's next out at Jamestown Event Beach Park and the marina. So it's a it's a push and a pull. Um, mm-hmm. We have across the street to worry about as well as the marina. And Phil Emerson has been great. I spoke to Phil yesterday. Uh, his son and my son play soccer on, on the legacy team. And he was talking about the amount of parking that is happening at Jamestown Settlement. I just said, hey, sorry. They're trespassing. Told him. He said, I can't tow him. I said, okay, great. But he's on board as well. He likes the enthusiasm and he likes the fact that we're bringing and drawing people out there, which also helps his settlement. Absolutely. Um, people go to the settlement, then they go and have a beer, and then they go home. Mm-hmm. A lot of the boaters come in and they boat right in there. They get out of their boat. They get their little growler and they go back. And I mm-hmm. said, hey, where do you live? They're like, Gloucester. Oh, that's great. Cool. Yeah, so yeah, you, you know, and the weather's been absolutely perfect. We've been fortunate. We've been very fortunate mm-hmm. for this late of the year. So now all we need to do is buy me a boat. So that's whatever be- you can do. I'm gonna tell you this. That's between me and Tony. Okay, yes, great. That's and awesome. uh, uh Tony's already texted me, said no boat. <laughs> no boat. Well, maybe it's all part of an elaborate ruse. Holidays are right around the corner. No, probably not. And I said to Tony when has Renee not gotten what she wants? Exactly. He said, so he's looking for a boat right now. <laughs> Very, good. <laughs> Very good. So, okay, let's move on from Renee's need for a boat, which is strong. Budget season is actually, even though the budget doesn't get passed until May of each year, you start working on the budget way in advance. You know, what the individuals and the county residents don't realize is that the budget is passed for July 1st. On July 2nd, that budget has changed already because somebody could have bought a house where it effectuates our assessed values. Mm-hmm. So we are constantly on the budget process. We are all over the budget day in and day out. The budget is a 12-month process, period. People okay. think it once July hits, we're good. No, uh, we have to monitor, track, and we're actually going to be putting out a report to the board this board meeting coming that shows where we are financially, personnel and salaries and things as such. It's the first time since I've been here that we've been able to gather all of our databases in 
and we're working very well with the treasurer's office mm-hmm. to ensure that we know what our cash balances are so the board has an idea of where we're going. The budget process this year is going to be all online. Okay. Um, it's taken us some time. We have a new business intelligence software that we're using to help gather all of the data. You have to remember, counties have a lot of data. question is, what do they do with the data and how do they interpret it? And that's what we've been focusing in on as a group. You know, I like to have everybody on the same highway. Mm -hmm. It's a super highway. You can stay in your lane, but know that there's 17 other lanes that are next to you that you need to understand how they come into your lane. And that's what we've been doing as a team. Our team is so integrated. It's amazing. I heard Ryan Ash the other day talk to somebody about the strategic plan and the finances and the convenience center in Jolly Pond. And I chuckled and he said, what's wrong? I said, you're going to talk about the fire department? Strategic plan is all encompassing. And that's what I'm really trying and getting everybody to buy in on and move forward. The budget process, we're going to have a couple of work sessions, potentially a retreat. Miss Larson would like a retreat, and I believe the other board members also would like a retreat. But I want to step back a bit because I don't know who my board is going to be on January 1st. So, I mean, I'll know November 7th-ish. So we're going to have to figure out, all right, any new board members, we got to educate them up, make them understand our timelines. And then we can go and say, what are your priorities? And once I understand the priorities, then we can say, retreat. And this is how much this is going to cost. And this is what we're not going to do. So it's going to be an interesting time. Every two years, James City County, we have the potential to have new board members. And we have to educate them up before we move forward. That being said, I'm hoping that our staff are going to be okay with the new process that we put in place with the online system. And it gives you a little bit of a track and a history of what you did the years prior. Helpful. Oh, I would think so. I I hope so. Because I like to look at things. You asked for this 17 times and I've said no 16. Why is that? Right. And what needs to change. And what needs to change. And you know know me. I'm okay with you guys making changes. Sure. I don't like you not making changes. Right. Because if you're okay with the way we've been doing it, that doesn't necessarily mean it's the right way of doing it. So I always want the open lens. And I get happier when we make a change and a mistake as opposed to not making a change. Right. Well, speaking of budgets and finance, you recently were a guest at a conference yes, ma'am. in San Antonio. You want to talk about that? Oh, that was cool. I was a guest presenter for the ICMA, um, International County Managers Association. My presentation was on long-term forecasting. There was a gentleman from Kansas City, Missouri, whose budget was about $1.2 billion. Stockton, California, who was basically in junk bond status and how he turned it around. And myself, we were moderated by Susan Thorpe from Yuma County, Arizona. The presentation went very well. I have to say that I really respect the two gentlemen that were on either side of me. Uh, They have interesting challenges like we do in James City County, and their approach to challenges were pretty much the same approach that we took here as we went through the tax revenue enhancement and what we're doing now for the infrastructure. What I found that was very interesting during the presentation is that the room was set up for about 800 people. Mm -hmm. Um, It was standing room only. Wow. And... I will say this. Susan Thorpe looked at my slides and she said, all right, you only have 15 minutes. I think you can do this in 10 minutes with your slides. And I smiled at her. I said, I can do it in 10. I could do it in two days. I could do it in a week. 
whatever you want, but let me just be me. Mm -hmm. And the other two gentlemen both looked at her and said, yes, you just introduce us and we're good. And the first time I met her, she pronounced Buford as Beaufort. So Uh that gave me, you know me. Right, I know. I don't miss an opportunity. There was a correction (laughs) there. There was a correction there. And uh, when I got the crowd laughing at Susan, it was smooth sail. We did about a 15-minute presentation. There was about 800, 900 folks in the room. There were seven questions asked after the meeting. Um, after we finished, uh, six of them went to James City County, the H in history. So, oh, wow. Hey, Randy Wheeler from Pocosin was there, and he came up to me and he said, I'm going to make you a shirt. I said, what do you mean? He said, you said James City County is the H in history. <laughs> and I said, did I really? He said, yeah. I said, wow, that's a pretty good slogan, the H in history. Wow. He was like, yeah, I'm going to make it. I'm telling you, he said, I'm going to make you a shirt. I said, I'm, Randy. I'm still waiting for my shirt. I'm, I'm going to send this podcast to him and say, Randy, yeah, I'm waiting for my shirt? shirt. I received my scores last night. I'm out of five. I got a 4.89 overall. Um, one comment was, why wasn't this televised? Okay. Why was it not taped? Uh, another comment was, this should have been an eight-hour session. We hope they do this again. So let's see what happens. I, I, we have a good time. Um, I have personally have a good time when I go out and tell the story of James mm-hmm. City County. And it was very different. They had numbers and graphs, and you can see the people looking, looking. And I'm looking at them like, wow, they already lost them already. And then ours was more of a uh, interactive PowerPoint with Prezi-type mm-hmm. feel that was Microsoft PowerPoint. Can I have that slideshow? And that's pretty cool. And Latara Branch did the animation, so I got to give her a lot of cre- a lot of a lot of credit for that. How we work here in James City County, we have ideas, and I really want to promote all the ideas that we have because there's no idea that's not a good idea. Mm-hmm. And no idea that's not a good idea may, may be a great idea. We have to keep going. We yeah. have to keep trying. But it was a great time. I, um, I enjoyed it. Well, very good. Well, we're proud. Oh, boy. We are. Mm, I'm tired. Okay. okay, and you put the H in hit. We put the, the, the H. No, this is how I said okay. it. James City County, established in 1607, is the H in history. Oh, my gosh. It's hard to keep up because first you did Live, Work, and Play. I did. And then there was another one. I don't know. It was awesome, whatever it was. I can't remember. Yeah. Okay. County Strong. Yes. Oh my <laughs> County <God>. Clean. <laughs> and I think it was during the podcast when I heard you say that for the first time. Yeah. I'm like, where did this come? I but don't it's know. Very good. I don't know. We just we any time I'm around you, I just get this ability to come up with stuff. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna get the ability to come up with a boat for you next. How's that? Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> I would like one with a center console because I want to be able to go out in the big water with it. Boy, you're so. really asking a lot. I know. I am. I am. All right. All right. Well, Brian, I have a few fun questions as always. Okay. To ask. All right. And. It's becoming difficult because I'm having to Google and there are some weird ones out there. So these are like <laughs> what I've been able to winnow from a bunch of weird questions. Pineapple on pizza. What's your call? Go for it. So you're okay with I'm all right with that. Okay. Yeah, not too often, but I can do that. Okay. Pineapple so. and ham on pizza is okay, but it's not a, it's not a, uh, if you have a pizza every week, that's not happening in my house. You gotcha. might get it once a month, maybe once every six months. Not every week. Well, then what do you... If you could only have one pizza every week, what mm-hmm. would that one pizza be? Uh, I am a 
I am a pepperoni fan, so oh, I like, okay. but I like New York pizza. Okay, so whenever, so whenever I'm back home in New Jersey, which my son has given me the opportunity because he plays in New Jersey at least mm-hmm. twice a year, I go home to Montclair and Mr. Dino's Pizza okay. from these two gentlemen that were in Brooklyn that moved to Montclair. That's New York pizza. Okay. Then crispy, pepperoni, a wrap. Wow, okay. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. All right. What is your most embarrassing moment that you want to share? My most embarrassing moment mm-hmm. that I want to share. Right. Boy, I got a lot of embarrassing moments. <laughs> I think uh, we all do. All right. So when I lived in England, mm-hmm. um, we had a nice little house in Norfolk. And my cousins, Leslie and Maurice, Leslie's a male. Okay. okay. All right. mm-hmm. We call him Les. He didn't like Leslie. We called him Les. Okay. And Maurice and I were in the backyard underneath a cherry tree, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. And my my mom said, don't play around the cherry tree there's a beehive so my knucklehead cousin maurice hits the beehive okay now mind you um maurice is five years older than i Uh and les is seven years older than i Uh okay i was in england i was about five all right okay they hit the beehive they run a lot faster than a (laughs) five-year-old so who got stung and let me tell you something they still comment on that years later. Wow. Okay. Well, that's not very nice. Well, though. no, it wasn't. But I get them back. Okay. I'm gonna get them back. Yeah. I'm. I, st- I haven't forgot. All right. <laughs> this is just a couple years ago, too. <laughs> just <so>. a couple. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. All right. All right. I'm just letting you know. Okay. Good to know. Are you a practical joker? I try to be. Okay. I like to have fun. What's but then your... again, but then again, you know, with the job we have, I. I, I'm trying to balance it a little better, but I try to have fun. Okay. Is there, what would you think is the best practical joke you've ever played or has been played on you? Hmm. That's a hard one. That's a very hard question. The best practical joke played on me or I played on someone else. Mm-hmm. Wow. I might, have to, I might have to think about that for the next podcast. Okay, well, we can do that. I can hold wow. on to it for next time. Yeah, you're going to give me some time to think about okay. that one. all right. It's been a while since I've done a practical joke. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably something in college. Let me think about that Okay, one. well, we'll yeah. hold that for the next yeah. time. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Well, Brian, as always, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. You know something? What? I just thought about it. What? All right, so... Oh, oh, good. We have so, an answer? So, yeah, there was a special person in my life who I'm married to today who uh, decided that she needed to take the car to Hornell. Mm-hmm. And my roommate gave her the car keys. And then when I came looking for my car, he said it was stolen. <laughs> That's awful. Yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. wow. Yeah, yeah. Did you make it all the way through calling the police and everything, or did he fess up? No, that? he fessed up before okay. it happened, but, you know, I said to myself, now, who in the world would want to steal a 1985 Dodge Omni? Wow. 1985 Dodge Omni. Yeah. Nice. That was my first vehicle. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that would have been a good question. Your first vehicle. Hey, let me tell you why I had an 85 Dodge Omni. <laughs> yeah, why? All right, so... My mom had a 1976 Maverick. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. That I was given for high school. Okay. All right. And then when I decided to go to school five hours away, that car wasn't making it. 
Okay, so sure. for $3,500, I got a 1985 Dodge. Omni. Nice. I got gotcha. you. Okay. okay. 3500 gotcha. $3, Wow. And let me tell you, $5. Okay. Uh -huh. it was, gas was like 45 cents a gallon then. <laughs> <laughs> You're not that old. Oh, it yeah, it was. Cents. Yeah, it was. I'm telling you, I could, on $5, if she would give me $10, I can fill up the car and buy groceries for the week. Wow. Yeah, it was always macaroni, cheese, sure. and tuna fish. But, sure. you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, Brian, thank you so much. It's my pleasure. You know what? It was a Monday morning. It was kind of gloomy, but you've just made my day. You're still not getting the boat. Right now. <sighs> Darn it. I, was, <laughs> I thought I would try. All right. Well, we will definitely have you back next month. And until then, thanks so much for tuning in, Brian. Hey, happy boating, Renee. Thanks. <laughs> well, that wraps up this episode of This Week in James City County. Thanks for listening. Want to make sure you don't miss an episode? Subscribe on iTunes today. Mm -hmm.